I'm Kate Northrup. And I'm Mike Watts. And we're partners in life, love, and business. Welcome to the Kate and Mike Show, where we share insights and interviews on entrepreneurship, relationships, parenting, self-actualization, and making a life, not just a living. Let's do it. Hi, welcome to the Kate and Mike Show. This is Kate. This is Mike. So funny story. We just, Mike just rushed home from the office and I just like did half a pumping session so that we could be like all ready for a really exciting guest on our podcast. And then we sat on Zoom and it was, it was set to auto record. So Mike and I were just sitting there next to each other on, in my office with Zoom recording. And it was like the minutes were going by. And I was like, I better, let me just check my email to see if this person is coming. And we'll then just say who it is. We'll I checked. Is. Oh, I'm about to do the big reveal. Oh, okay. Oh, just, Great. I'm doing, All I'm right. setting up my story. So anyway, I go through my emails and realized that this particular podcast had been rescheduled, but never deleted from our calendar. So now we're getting to record a podcast just for ourselves, but we are really excited to have that guest. And that is Vani Hari, founder of foodbabe.com and author of Feeding You Lies, which is her new book out February 19th. So that podcast will be out for you. We did not interview Vani Hari today, but we are no. excited to. And instead, we are here, just the two of us, in the basement instead of with Vani yep. Hari. And it was just a funny moment. And it was a great example of using the time you have. So we were like, well, even though we're not recording that podcast, let's record a podcast. So here we are, yeah, recording a podcast. We... Uh... I saw, like, I looked at the calendar on Saturday night to see what was upcoming this week. Because I know there's some books I'm in the middle of reading of guests that we're going to have future on. And I didn't start reading her book. And then Sunday morning, I woke up, started reading her book. And I finished it yesterday, the, the Feeding Lies book, which is fantastic. And I was like, great. I'm, like, ready to go for the podcast. And, all this, and then it's in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So since but, you're listening to this before that episode is out, probably the book is not out yet which means you can pre-order the book and yes. pre-orders are really important to authors because i think i talked about this before but all it bears repeating that all the orders that were pre-orders get counted in the first week of sales so if you put your book on pre-order and started promoting it like months before all those orders count as though they were sold in the first week of sales oh, i didn't so know that it gives your book traction it also shows stores and online retailers that your book has interest and so they order more and it just it's kind of like this snowball effect so as a reader if you're planning on reading a book anyway if you know it's coming just pre-order it and it'll help that author out and then mm -hmm. they'll that supports them to be able to do more work and if you have questions that you would like us to ask the food babe oh yeah this is a great time to submit them yes it is how should they do that they can send me a message on instagram or email me mike at mike j watts or mike j watts that's i feel like is the easiest thing email do. Yeah, because then I can just copy and paste them into a spreadsheet. Great. Yeah, we'd love to ask your questions to Vani Hari. She's, yeah. she's a total rock star. Talk about a warrior. I think we could do better at that, actually, is getting audience questions before guests come on. We have Vani Hari coming up. Uh, Tiffany Dufu. Tiffany Dufu, author of Drop the Ball, is achieving more by doing less. She's coming up. So you could email us questions for Tiffany Dufu. We also have a interesting guest coming on which i'm very excited i don't know her as well but her name is brianne dick d-y-c-k and we're talking about the future of the internet and kind of like how things are shifting in internet marketing so because 
it's really different than when we got started and the things that used to work are not working. And so we're having that conversation coming up too. So if you want to ask questions about that, you can submit those to Mike. Yeah. Okay. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks. Great. How are you doing? Just Just to check in. Yeah. Um, I know you like to get right into business. So, you know, I do. I just like, just like on it. So today we are talking about. Good check in guys. Good check in. Okay. How are you doing, honey? No, it's okay. Let's go right into business. Okay. Great. (laughs) Today we're talking about a recent, well, sort of a recent, but that's been bubbling below the surface for a while, a repositioning. So if you have a product or a service or a business where you are needing to pivot or reposition or what you've been doing doesn't work or for some reason hasn't been working or it feels off for some reason or you have a sense that something could work better, this episode is for you. So we're going to take you behind the scenes of how we pivoted our origin membership to make it more relevant to our customers and also easier to run. That's what today's episode is about. Should I just launch in or would you like to ask me a question or give any thoughts? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah we have thoughts like i have thoughts i mean you discovered some stuff yesterday regarding the emails that you, you told me about the emails that you wrote for the origin launch previously i mean we're in the middle of the origin launch the card is open right card now opens for, today for the membership Woo-hoo! community that kate runs for Why women d- entrepreneurs to reclaim their time and energy so this membership is about Managing your time with ease and grace so that you can grow your business without sacrificing the people you love, including yourself. That's good. I like it. Yeah. And so basically this episode is, it was repositioned and it's like basically why you should just sign up. That's one reason. And of course there's going to be value out of it, but it is, I mean, the more and more I read about, I've been reading a lot of books by women lately, right? So smart. It's so smart. Such a smart man. Yeah. And so <laughs> smart men read books by women. Yeah. I was, it's true. I was featured on a podcast a couple of weeks ago. Well, it hasn't come out yet, but I was interviewed on it. And they asked me this question about, they saw a social media post I did around the Kavanaugh hearings and supporting women in their choices and just like listening to their voices and stuff. I don't even remember what I wrote about, but it was something along those lines. And they, these, I think that the thing that was going around was I believe women. Yes. And I don't know if that's what you posted or not. Yeah, it was something along those lines. But it was, and they asked me, like, why do, like, why do you talk out about this stuff? Like, why do you speak up, pretty much? You know, and then why, and then what they see, they don't see other, a lot of other men speaking up about these things either and supporting different causes, et cetera. And so I was like, okay, well, I was like, I can't speak for all the other guys, at this moment in time, you know, for, but I can give you an idea why. And then at the end of the podcast, which I'll reveal here in a second, it came to me a lot why there's not a lot of other men speaking about this. But I said for myself, I said, it's like, I have realized since traveling with Kate, since we started dating together and dating together, does that even make sense? No, just dating, just dating. But since we were together in 2011 and we stayed, you know, it was all like women business owners that we would visit you know, all your friends along this road trip and we would stay with people, et cetera. And I just realized like business landscape in the world is shifting a lot based off what was happening in 2011. And I could see this, you, you would talk a lot about just your experience, right? And your friends would talk about their experience. And I always was like, well, 
I'm going to get on the woman train of support, like really support them as this dynamic shifts because I don't want to be left behind or I don't want to be like passed over. Right. It's, it was selfish because it's like, I want to be a part of this. And what'd you say to me upstairs like 10 minutes ago or something? I said either get on the train or the train will run you over. Right. And so I said, things are changing. The landscape is changing, like how business has been run and the business cycles, which we've talked a lot about this before, right? It's created by men for men in the man's environment. And I just listened to the uh, Trevor. I just finished the audiobook for Trevor Noah talking about what it was like born a crime, born a crime and what his upbringing was like and how the patriarchal society in certain groups in Africa was very extreme. Like men just do not go into the kitchen. Like they just stay out 100%. And if they go, they don't do any cleaning. They don't do anything. You know, they just show up and they're just there and everything is taken care of for them. And so when Trevor's mom would take Trevor to this, to these people's houses, he would try to help out. He would do things because that's what his mom was like. You're going to do things. And they would be like, no, you know, they would stop Trevor from doing all this stuff. So that is not the like, that's not happening anymore because it's more of a, we're here. I'm here as a guy to live in this world, in this life, right? I don't expect everything to be taken care of for me. And then also it's just support this change that's taking place. So I feel like with origin and a lot of the books that I've been reading, cause they've been, you've bought them and they've been in her house. So I've just picked them up. You know, what do I find interesting? And I just read these different books has been that the way women are thinking about business is completely different than the way I have thought about business up to this point or a few years ago, like that's definitely shifted of us working together. And I feel like that's why origin and what you created, even the shift you've made from what it was, which we're going to talk about to what it is now is so powerful because of what this, it's almost like it's ahead of its, I want to say it's not like ahead of its time, but it's definitely riding a wave that's in the zeitgeist right now, which is about the power of, doing less to have more. I mean, Greg McCowan wrote Essentialism, Mm -hmm. which is doing less but better. Tiffany Dufu wrote Drop the Ball, Achieving uh, achieving More by Doing Less. You know, Tim Ferriss, back in the day, the four-hour work week. I read the four-hour work week my senior year of college and was really inspired by that. I mean, that was a long time ago. So this is, and it's more and more a conversation about the power of rest and how we can no longer push and hustle and expect our bodies and our families not to suffer as a result. And the truth is what I have found and what what I'm teaching with in Origin is that the more I get clear on what matters and what doesn't, and the more I focus on just what matters, the better boundaries I have around my time and my energy and my schedule, the more I actually get done. So while my whole philosophy is working on deprogramming all of us to believe that productivity is the holy grail and that we can prove our worth by how much we do, at the end of the day, the good news is when you employ the philosophy of doing less to have more, you do actually get more done and have this sense of fulfillment without the stress of constant busyness. And it's having kids that forced me to stop having my work leak into everything. I mean, I remember when we were staying at my mom's for six weeks once when we were on the Freedom Tour, 
she actually we were said, dating slash what, what, what did i just say we were <laughs> dating together <laughs> dating together um, that she actually said something she was like you guys need to figure out how to disconnect from your laptops because we really had this flow of working where we would just sort of like be working a little bit every day and hanging out a little bit every day so there wasn't like a structure around weekends and work time versus hangout time like it was all very mm-hmm mixed in together which was completely fine for that moment in our yeah, life we were living out of a car yeah so. it's totally fine like yeah. i'm there's it was a beautiful time great memories yes and when we had children we could no longer be all loosey-goosey around our boundaries like that like when our kids come home i want to be with them and when they're here i want to be with them i don't want to be trying to i find for myself when I am trying to get something done work-wise while also being with the kids, I get really irritable and they get irritable. They can tell, right? Because my attention is is divided and I'm really kind of bad at mothering and bad at working. So in that moment, and I'm trying to do two things at the same time and I'm doing both of them terribly. And then I get cranky mm-hmm. versus when I just shut it down and have a clear time boundary, I'm a better mother and I'm a better business owner. So Origin originally was positioned as a membership for mom entrepreneurs. But what I found is that over the almost two years that the doors have been open, there's not one piece of content in the membership. There's not one lesson that's actually about being a mother. There's nothing about, we know, we don't talk about like how to talk to your kids. We don't talk about sleep training. We don't talk about like, I don't know, feeding your kids nutrition meals. Like there's nothing in there that's specifically about parenting. And what I realized is that the membership is about boundaries and time and energy management. And that was such a cool moment because having a product that's for mom entrepreneurs is great. However, a, well, actually what, what happened is I was on the phone with my therapist slash coach and I was thinking about the languaging around origin and thinking about that we have had historically plenty of members who aren't moms who have resonated with the material. And I was just like, you know, I know my material applies to them. So I'm just not sure how to talk about it in a way that makes them know that. And so she was just having me talk about it and I got really clear like when I started talking about it tears came to my eyes when I talked about how important it is for me to be inclusive and I feel like our culture already has so many things that they're trying to shame or blame women for having to do with their body and their choices around their body and I do not want to be another place where a woman feels bad about her choice to not have children or her inability to have children because there are enough places like that. And I support women to do whatever they want with their bodies, whenever they want. And also I really celebrate women who have chosen not to have kids or have not been able to have kids. And I don't want to make either one of them feel any worse than the culture already makes them feel. So that was so clear for me. So then I was like, well, but this membership is not... You know, I'm not going to be the, we're not going to be the, I mean, I say this now, who knows, but I'm pretty sure 
that like we're not the people who teach marketing, right? Like I love to refer to other people who teach marketing and I think we're really great marketers. I think we're really great teachers, but that's not gonna be like, when I really think about the truth of who I am, the truth of who I am is not somebody who's going to teach you how to increase your conversion rates of Facebook ads. I think no. that's awesome, but I'd rather you learn that from Amy Porterfield. Yeah. Or, you know, I'd rather you learned about how to create your website from Marie Forleo. Like I'd rather tell stories. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that's passed around the personal growth industry quite a bit is this idea that if you're looking for what you should do career wise or what really lights you up to go back in time to a time when you were maybe eight, seven, eight, nine, ten years old and look at what did you love to do then? Mm -hmm. And that's a great indicator of what might be a great use of your gifts and talents now, where your passion is, if you've lost sight of your passion. And for me, I recently came across some papers that my mom had saved from my childhood. And it was this little stack of papers, paper clipped, and it was handwritten in pencil in my little, I think I was like seven or eight. And it was this little guidebook for the Brookside Academy for Girls. And my sister... Where's that? I'm about to tell you. Oh. My sister and I had invented... It was an imaginary school for girls that we ran the school. And we had created this welcome packet for the girls. And it included, you know, a whole section on how to get the most out of your experience there and all the different services that were available to you and the support and also the daily schedule and you know all the different things that were included. And so when I look back on that, I also started using a day planner when I was 14, but I started scheduling my play dates on a little piece of paper starting at about like age seven, eight. So like when it really comes down to it for me, I've always been fascinated by how we spend our time. And I've been obsessed with it actually. Mm -hmm. And my whole thing has been about the Brookside Academy for girls, welcoming women into a safe space where they feel included and taken care of and where I've created a structure for them to be their best selves and have the best experience possible, including a daily schedule <laughs> for them. And so it was such a cool moment for me to realize when it all comes down to it, for me, it's always been about how can I teach women how to value themselves through honoring their time and energy as precious and sacred because there aren't a lot of places in the world that tell women that their time and energy is precious and sacred you know it's kind of like expected like you were talking about with trevor noah it's expected that like a woman's time is less valuable and so therefore she should be the one to do all the cleaning and all the cooking and all the childcare and the things that are traditionally quote unquote women's work are less valued mm -hmm. in the marketplace as well. And so I'm not saying, listen, I'm not saying that cooking and cleaning are less valuable. They're amazing and they make life like so much better. Obviously we all need to cook. So, so you have to eat, but I'm saying like there has been this narrative that because historically women haven't made the money until like, let's say the last 60 years or so, 50, 50, 60 years, at least I'm speaking about the United States. I've never lived somewhere else for long enough to know the history, but there's been a narrative that a woman's time is less valuable because women were considered less valuable. So to me, 
guiding a woman to reclaim her time and energy is one of the most revolutionary acts for her to begin to claim her worth and value in the world. And I love the big overarching things like smashing the patriarchy and, you know, empowering and uplifting women and girls. And I'm so practical. So I want to guide women to do that in their daily schedule. Like, how do you craft your day to value yourself? And that's, that's like when I really got down to it, that was the golden nugget of what I was teaching in origin. And so we decided to reposition it from a marketing perspective. And that's been really exciting. What, so talk about your emails. Like you told me the other day when you're rereading your old emails you wrote. Yeah. So I was rereading some of the marketing emails from past campaigns because one of our do less philosophies in our company is that we repurpose things when possible. We don't reinvent the wheel for every single launch because that's a lot of wasted time and energy. So I was going through our notebook of launch emails and reading them to see what needed to be tweaked. And a lot needed to be tweaked because we were repositioning the entire product. So this launch was an all brand new sales page, a brand new video workshop, a brand new webinar. Most of the emails are rewritten. And so a lot needed to change, but I was going back to look. And what was really interesting you know, hindsight is 50-50. When we're in the moment, we tend to not have a lot of perspective on ourselves or our businesses, which is why coaches are so helpful and which is why masterminds are so helpful. I was reading the emails and I was like, you know, the emails are good, but there's no tangible result that I'm offering. And that's the thing when it comes to offering a product or service, I mean, I say this just as much as the next guy. You have to be, you're going to get more buyers and more satisfied customers if you're offering them something specific. And with Origin positioned as a membership for entrepreneurial moms, the messaging was you can grow your business and be a present mother at the same time, which is great. It's great. But there's not something to like hold on to. And it was like, oh, I'm going to teach you this and that and this and that and this and that. But it was like not as tangible. And so now it just feels so clear. First of all, the content that we already have is amazing. I've just reorganized it. And then there are are new lessons being released that serve a refreshed purpose of teaching ease and grace with time and energy management so you can have more time and space for the things that matter to you, whatever those things are. And that just feels so tangible. So it's been cool to rewrite the emails because it's so easy to write emails when I have a clear offering. And, you know, apply that to your own business as you're thinking. If you're having trouble writing copy, if you're having trouble marketing your product or service, if you don't know what to say about the benefits and the results that you're going to give people, it may very well be because you're not being specific enough. So for example, you know, people like I heard of this membership where it's about golf and like improving your golf game. And while I'm never going to do a membership about that, I just, it's like so specific. Mm -hmm. Another, another woman in origin has a membership for reflexologists who want to use this specific method or maybe no her membership is for reflexologists to teach them how to grow businesses around a reflexology practice and then she has this other really specific product which is teaching people about the reflexology points of the ear 
So I just like every time I hear something like that, I'm like, that's just so freaking clear. Yeah. Do you were you with me when we met the couple from Kentucky? And yes. They were teachers. No, she was a but teacher. you told me about them. She was a teacher who took online. This, it's basically like mass educating the world, but it was like she was a teacher who started creating syllabuses and selling them. Yeah. And she generated over $100,000 in like a year. And her husband was able to quit his job and they worked in the business together and they created these online syllabuses for teachers in school because they realized like planning a syllabus is, is hard. And if you're teaching fourth grade every year, you're pretty much teaching the same content, you know, and she was like, okay, so let's structure and she was able to do it. And it's just like, yeah, it's just like stuff like that. I would never think about that. I know. Well, like Pat Flynn got started teaching people how to um, architectural exam, how to pass the architectural exam. Yeah. Genius. So anyway, so now it feels so clear. Here's the great thing. We've had over a thousand members in origin. Our retention rate is very high by industry standards. So by no means has the membership been suffering, but I'm about optimization. And so like by all intents and purposes, the membership is thriving if you look at any of the metrics, but I'm always looking for how can it be more aligned? How can it feel even better? How can we serve people even more? And not in an obsessive, there's it's never enough kind of way. I'm pretty good at celebrating what's going great and also wanting more at the same time. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, now what is the feedback been for, we saw, we saw this last night. We've been watching Marie, Condo. The condo. The tidying up Tidying show. up show on Netflix. I'm obsessed. So we just finished episode three. It's like, I don't have to clean out my own drawers because I just watch other people clean out their drawers and, and then I get the level of satisfaction and then I can just go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's very do less. Hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. My, uh, so in my office complex, my neighbor watched the first episode. It changed his life about just like, I even forget what the first episode was about now. The first episode was a family with two little kids. And so he basically like they got rid of three couches, bought two new chairs, got rid of all this stuff, got threw out all these toys, like the whole shebang. And he comes, he's like, man, we just did it all over the weekend and we cleared it all out. I'm like, this is amazing. And I said, the crazy part is. And he's got three little kids. So so, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that comes with. Well, and he was able to do that with three little kids. And so at home. And so him and I, since and so we've been on episode three and he's like, I watch, I stopped watching at this point after episode two with the, the lady, he's like the hoarder lady, the woman in the marriage that she had all the Christmas stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so what were we talking about? No, um, I forget even how I got you here. Brought oh, it but up. last night, like we were watching episode <laughs> three and just how hard this mother was yeah. on herself yes. and the guilt that she was carrying around that, I mean, I'll speak like from my perspective watching it is she wasn't she was taking the power away for her family to actually get things done and so they just defaulted for her to take care of everything they were texting her when she wasn't even home to ask her where things were and she was yeah she was completely disempowering her kids and her husband because she was the only one who did any putting things away or any cleaning up or any organization so they didn't even know where any of their own stuff was and then she was allowing them to just ask her all the time right and so the only way for them to get their stuff was through her. Right. And she felt like if she wasn't doing that, she wasn't being a good mom or a good person to show up in their life. Right. So taking that kind of mentality to origin, because one of the things people 
I spoke to a woman who was a member of Origin and then stopped her membership because she felt she was falling behind the content and feeling bad that she wasn't keeping up. So what is your, like, talk to me about, is Origin something you have to go step one, two, three, four? How do you address that concern? Because I know that's a lot with online programs and and all that stuff. So Yeah, I mean, my friend Stu McLaren, who I've mentioned many times, I call him membership site Jesus. He talks about that the number one reason your members will cancel is due to overwhelm, which is totally true. And so there's a couple of antidotes to that. And one is, so this is sort of like a retention conversation and retention is the name of the game for me. I mean, yeah, it's great to sign up thousands of members, but I don't care if three months later they're all gone. I mean, I'm about longevity and sustainability and I don't want to keep making sales over and over and over again because I know as well as anybody else that it's more expensive to make a new sale than it is to keep an existing customer. And we are in the retention business. Plus, I just like the longevity. I mean, I've had the same friends since I was two. (laughs) So I'm just like about, I'm about long relationships. And I want people to stay in origin for years, not for months. So there's a couple of things. One is to, if somebody's overwhelmed, first of all, I've said right up front in this messaging with this launch that the purpose of origin is not to go through every single piece of content. It's more like, you know, if you're a member of a gym and you like going to group fitness classes, which I do, I wouldn't look at the class list and see that there are six classes every day. And because I'm not going to six classes, seven days a week that I'm failing at my gym membership, I would look at the class (laughs) schedule and choose maybe the two or three or four on a great week that I was going to go to that week. And I would congratulate myself for showing up. And that would be that. And so origin is the same. We release three new pieces of content every month, which is a Maven masterclass, which is with a a woman who's thriving in her life and her business. And I love to ask these nitty gritty questions about how everything fits together. You know, it's sort of the, how do you do it questions that people are not these, you know, let's say like Dr. Shafali Sabari or Carrie Ann Moss in their public interviews, they're not answering questions about like, well, who's making dinner? And then who's watching the kids when you're doing that? And then like, when are you working? Those are the kinds of questions that I like to ask because I like to know. So the Maven Masterclass, and then you'll also get a how-to lesson. And those how-to lessons are really the nitty gritty on skill building for managing your time and energy so that you can grow your business without sacrificing your own well-being or your family's well-being. And then there's a live Q&A. So it's three pieces of content every month. And they are all organized according to our self-sourced scheduling roadmap. So this I'm so excited about because what we were finding is we had, and I've talked about it on the podcast before, I created this system called the Upward Cycle of Success. And the Upward Cycle of Success mirrors the lunar cycle, the seasons of the planet, and the menstrual cycle. It has four phases, and they are the four ingredients that any project needs to come to completion or to come to fruition. And so there's these four phases, emergence, visibility, culmination, and the fertile void. And that was our framework for the whole membership. The beauty of it is it was giving a lot of permission to women to be where they are and to not feel bad about themselves for being in a season of their life where perhaps they were in the fertile void in between projects or perhaps things were taking longer than they thought they were going to, which by the way, they always do. That's just normal. Things take as long as they take. 
But what was happening is that there was kind of this gray area of like, well, I'm just in the fertile void. So I'm just going to be here in the fertile void. And, and we weren't helping our members get as much progress as I wanted to have them get. And so I envisioned a pathway now there's the upward cycle of success remains one of our core how-tos for how to manage projects because each project needs to have those phases built in and if you skip one of the phases the project will not fly in the way that it needs to fly so that's become a whole project management how-to lesson and the self-source scheduling roadmap is the five stages that you need to go through to organize your days, your weeks, your months, your years in a way that fits more of you into your days. Because the old model of time management is trying to fit more into your day. The new model of time management and energy management is fitting more of yourself into your day. And when you're able to do that, you experience having more time and more energy and you experience more fulfillment and more joy and you feel like you're enough finally and you feel like you're doing enough finally and so the self-source scheduling roadmap all of the content is organized according to these five phases and when you join the membership you go through that self-source scheduling roadmap lesson and you identify which phase you're in and then it's a very easy checklist that you then just go through the content that's for your phase that will advance you to the next stage of the roadmap. So essentially to answer your question, the point of origin is not to go through all the content. The point is to come in, go through the self-source scheduling roadmap, go through the content that applies to the stage you're in and the stage you want to advance to. And then as new content comes through every month to just identify and will identify it for you. Okay, this is for people who are in stage one or stage four or stage six. You know, there is no stage six. I just made that up. But like, we're going to label it for you so you actually Mm -hmm. know on a monthly basis what's best for you and what's not. And also, you can, of course, trust yourself. Like, if you're resonating with something, great, listen to it. If you're really, really resistant to something, listen to that too. And then if you're feeling neutral, just like, go take a walk. Although you can take a walk and listen to the content at the same time because all of it is downloaded well via audio. And then we also have transcripts. So you can watch the videos, but if you're anything like me, you'll very rarely ever watch a video. So Mike and my mom know this. They'll send me videos and I, I never watch them. <laughs> so instead, you can download the audio or you can read the transcript. How has Origin, since you've been teaching this content for two years, changed your mindset around motherhood oh only motherhood right now (laughs) are you reining me in you're giving me a good boundary um well one of the things that's really amazing is being in the community and reading the challenges that other women are going through as moms not all of our members are moms but sometimes people post about motherhood because it's part of life. And we talk about life and business within the community. And I think for me, it's been really validating to just look out there. And this is part of the reason I created Origin because I think motherhood can be extremely lonely and entrepreneurship can be really lonely. And so originally I created Origin because I was like, well, motherhood's lonely, entrepreneurship is lonely. Let's create a community about both. And it worked great, but then it wasn't specific enough. So for me, though, how it's shifted my experience of motherhood is 
I am more present with our kids and I'm just enjoying it more. And I think that to be honest, that's because I love my work so much that I'm so filled up by my work that I'm then more present with the kids because I do think that anything that energizes you in one area of your life energizes you in all areas of your life. And when Penelope was born, A, I had a really hard time emotionally. B, she was really sick. C, she didn't sleep. There were just so many issues. (laughs) And then I wasn't really like, I hadn't found my thing work-wise. And so I wonder, I'm just totally making this up as I'm saying it. I wonder if part of the reason I had trouble in mothering was because work-wise, I felt like I was didn't quite know what I was supposed to be doing either. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Have you noticed anything? I'll answer that in a second. How has origin changed the way you viewed like work, like your work stuff? Just well, building well, off your last response. It's so great because, you know, I know women are having challenges with finding enough time to do the things they want with feeling too tired to get this stuff done with feeling distracted, not knowing what to focus on, not having boundaries, whatever. So then I create lessons to help with these particular problems. And then those lessons help me in my life. So as an example, now I've got this really awesome work week organized where I have from eight to 12 every day, it is untouchable time for me to create content. And I identified that that's what I need to be doing because I did my own exercise that I created for Origin about applying the 80-20 rule to your business. And I realized that my 20% was creating content and connecting with people. So as an example, this morning, one of my girlfriends just had a baby. She is an author and a speaker and I love her. And she wanted to chat with me this morning. And in the past before origin and going through the content. I mean, I haven't gone through the content. I created the content, but it's the same thing. I would have felt guilty for spending that time just catching up with a girlfriend. But because I applied the 80-20 rule to my business and I went through that exercise, I realized that part of my 20% is connecting with people. So when I create content, when I connect with people, I get the biggest results in our business. And so that's where my time needs to be spent. And so it was a really great practical example of, I am going to make the time to pick up the phone right now. I'm going to have this conversation with somebody. And it wasn't a business conversation. That doesn't matter. But it's just like that connection. Sometimes it will be a business conversation. Sometimes it won't. And so for me, I've gotten much more focused on what's important, what's not. I've gotten better at saying no. And I feel so much more powerful than I ever felt before. Like I am unequivocal about the fact that this framework, that what I'm teaching changes lives and as many women as possible need to hear about it. And by the way, it applies to men too. But the way I talk about it is is really for people who identify as female. This is a game changer. And it was such a cool experience sending out my book, Do Less, for endorsements because many of the high-powered women that I was asking for quotes wrote back and were like, I needed this book. This book is a game changer. And to me there's nothing better because that's what I want to do. I want to help women value their time. I want to help women to only allow in the things that really serve them. 
I want to help them have boundaries for themselves to stop betraying themselves. And so I have gotten more that way in like feeling that power as the origin content has come out of me. And as we've developed this membership, like I just feel like I'm doing what I'm meant to do. And it feels really great, which I've said before on the podcast. And then how does, has origin changed like your view towards our marriage and our relationship? Well, I mean, one thing that's been something that we like volley back and forth is sort of the money conversation, right? And about you and I have both had a thing with sort of being addicted to thinking we should always be productive and have something to show for the day. We're not alone in that. That's kind of like the American... Addicted to achievement. Addicted to achievement, exactly. And I feel like, so a couple summers ago when we were having that really hard summer, I think we talked about it on a podcast episode. It was like breakdown to breakthrough in our marriage or something. Mm -hmm. And you decided a couple times that you no longer wanted to work with me in our company. (laughs) And I freaked out. When I quit, yeah. You quit several times. A couple times. <laughs> and I freaked out because I was like, oh my God, I don't want to be a mom and be the sole breadwinner. It felt really scary to me because there wasn't a plan in place for that. And you and I both run this company together. So to me, we're like, you know, we're equal partners in this. And what's been amazing with Origin, to be honest, and the revenue model and also just like how (laughs) such a cheesy word, but like how jazzed I am about this whole thing is that when I said to you this fall, when you were really like in your healing crisis and afterwards, and I think I even said this before you got really sick, that it really is okay. Like you can really do whatever you want. And if you want to leave the company, that's fine. Because I feel so grounded by what I'm doing with Origin that I don't need, like, I feel like the revenue is amazing. It's only going to become more powerful as a business model. And so I guess what I'm saying is it gives me a feeling of much more freedom in our marriage where I can pop out of the paradigm of, like, thinking that, I need to be like this damsel in distress and my husband needs to come save me and take care of the finances or like, you know, it's kind of the conversation we were having. I don't know if you want to have this conversation on the podcast, but it's kind of like the conversation we were having after we went to see the upside Yeah, this past weekend with Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. Do you want to share? Yeah. You mean about the cry- when I was crying? Yeah. By yeah. the way, great movie. Yeah, it's we saw the first one too, Untouchables, I think it was called. The Untouchables. Intu- the Untouchables. Or, yeah, I think the that's French what it was version. Called. Yeah. Um, also great. Yeah, it was also great. And then Kevin Hart and Nicole Kidman and Brian Cranston, I think that's how you pronounce his last name, but from Breaking Bad and Malcolm in the Middle. And there was a moment where he was you know, rough life like or rough time with his kid and his wife and all this stuff and they weren't together and he didn't see his kid and Kevin needed to get his life together. And so he got his life together, got this job. And then there's a time at the end where he buys a house. I'm not giving anything away here. This is, you know, it's not going to spoil the story, but he buys a house for his baby's mama. I don't know how, I guess that's what I could, his ex lady Yeah. and his son. And then he stands on the front porch and there's a time where it zooms out about like, and Kevin's just there. It's like, you know, and you get the feeling it was like, I did this right. And with our business, 
I told Kate, I was like, I haven't felt that where it's like I was able to deliver you like a Ferrari, right? Or something, you know? I'm it's so like, not interested no, in a Ferrari. I know. <laughs> so it's it just for that example to be like, I did this, you know, and here you go. You can do whatever you want, right? And so for me, but that's also, you know, we talked about this afterwards. It was like, that is the addicted to the achievement because yeah. it's also ego driven. It's like, look what I created. Here you go. You know, to a certain, there's an element of ego that is very deep into this. And so it's the addiction of, it's like saving. I don't want to say, I don't want to put it, say, I don't, I don't want this to come across wrong, but that is the picturesque damsel in distress. Like totally, they needed to be saved. Kevin swooped in, got his life together and saved them. But right. he was the one that was a mess, right? And so he's doing... So for me and us, in our marriage, it's, that's not how we work, right? No. That's not what our marriage or relationship has been since we got together. It has been a true, like a real partnership when it comes to the household items, when it comes to the business, when it comes to how we support ourselves, how we make a livelihood. But we also talked about that... A, that is ego, but B, it's also our programming Correct. to believe that the man's role is to be out there working and provide, and the woman's role is to be in the home. Now, you and I have much more ebb and flow around that. So you and I are both out there working, and we're both in the home, and that's the kind of marriage I want, but I would be lying if I said that that scene didn't stir my heartstrings as well and there was a part of me that was like oh man that'd be nice if like my husband just like bought me a house yeah me Which too you kind of did i mean that's the thing like we both bought this yeah. house together i'm waiting for that um, too so just so we're for clear. your husband um i'll take a husband that's gonna buy me a house <laughs> um so anyway it so i guess my my longer answer my very long answer to your question about how has running origin changed my relationship to our marriage I feel this fortitude in terms of knowing that like this idea has legs. I mean, it obviously does. We've been running this for two years incredibly successfully. It's a six-figure membership. But at the same time, I think before that I felt shaky about, I just was like, I'm not sure what I'm doing. And, da, 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 da. and so I was still a little bit like clinging to this idea that you couldn't go anywhere because I was afraid. It was out of fear. And now in our current like renegotiating our business relationship i don't ha it's not from that place of fear it's not from that place of like well i don't know what i'm doing so here you do it whereas now i'm like oh i know what i'm doing and you can do whatever you want mm -hmm. i have no doubt that you'll shine doing it and i don't need it to be that way does that make sense it does so i know that that might not have been what you were looking for but that is the truth well i mean to sum up and that was a business answer, but it yeah, was... Yeah, it was totally a business answer. I don't so, know that being that running Origin has changed my relationship to our marriage in any way that I can think of right now outside the way our marriage relates to our business. Okay. But maybe there's something that you've noticed and I'd love to hear. Well, me getting sick has changed our marriage very much so. Like your... Yes. So that's the one. But I, I feel like what you just said has, as you have become like the confidence level has increased from a work perspective from what you just described in yourself. And then, so that's also increased confidence in running, you know, like running the business, for instance, like in your case. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
I mean, I wish I could say that like running origins made me a better wife, but I'm not sure that that's the case. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I just want to be honest, like we're in tough years right now. I mean, for those listening, like, yeah, they've, they've, you know, I mean, I, yeah, like it's just, I was with my friend Lael the other day and she was just like, you know, I've just been thinking about you with the two kids and the little kids and the business and your husband, you know, having not been well and whatever. And she was like, I just remember those days. She has two kids who are teenagers now. And she was just like, I just remember those days, like with their little and tired and whatever. And she was like, it was just really hard on our marriage. So I just wanted to tell you that. And I, it just made me feel validated just to Mm -hmm. say like, you know, I think we're really solid and we prioritize each other and spending time with each other and we have real conversations and we show up for one another. But I don't know that this is like the most, this is definitely not the most romantic or sexiest time in our relationship. There's um, nothing sexier than have a full body skin rash. That's for sure. It's not. Yeah. With flaking everywhere and dry skin dropping all over the house. It is a sexy turn on so, time over here. I wish household. origin could fix that, but <laughs> I don't, if anyone has any ideas, I'm open. Now I will say there was a Maven masterclass with Dana Myers who wrote the mommy mojo makeover. Wow. If you want to talk about like how to make your marriage more sexy and more connected, that Maven masterclass was deeply, deeply inspiring. And I was like eight weeks postpartum with Ruby. So it was not the time. I also had a third degree tear with Ruby and a, and a retained placenta, which is a lot of information, but you can imagine mm-hmm. where I was at at that time, just in the healing journey. So I was just like, wow. Oh no, I was pregnant with Ruby. I was pregnant with Ruby and not feeling very sexy, but I'm going to be replaying that one. So we do like there's stuff for that, but I wouldn't say that's like where I'm at in my personal life. But I also feel like this is a great example because since, you know, my skin inflamed and flared up, like there was a month, two months where I, you know, wasn't able to move and life was hard where it was just a struggle to get through the day, you know, and now that I'm able to have more energy, I'm actually like doing pretty well. You know, I still have some skin healing that's taking place, but I mean, for myself, I feel pretty good. Yeah. And we can either look at the pieces. It's like, it's been a gigantic healing experience for, for me. It's been a healing for us for, to go through. And we can just, like we talked about going through origin, like we can beat ourselves up about be like, this is not the most romantic time ever, but it's not like I'm disconnected. Like I f- still feel connected to you. Totally. And there, and I'll add to this about like, but also like we can just look at the way the reality of what it is to be like you know what this shit is hard you know and it has been challenging and it has been hard and we can beat ourselves up about it but it's also like it is forced i understand why people check out when they have kids i get it because it forces you to deal with all your stuff like and that's why people drink and that's why they smoke and that's why they do drugs I mean, I did all this in for 12 years of my life, right? And, and you just didn't even have kids. Check out. And I didn't even have kids. <laughs> Thank goodness. This was like in you my 20s. You got clean before we had yeah. kids. I mean, it is so easy to check out. And it's like, whether it's watching TV or playing video games, but a lot of, there's a lot of alcohol. You know, like we speak about Kevin Hart. I've heard him, you know, everybody saw him try to get on the Super Bowl once the Philadelphia Eagles and try to get on stage. And he'll go on talk shows and talk about it. And he's like, I was plastered and I was off my radar. It's like, 
why are we bragging and we publicly putting this on to be like, and he already, you know, he got in trouble with his wife because he was messing around with other women because he was drunk, you know? And it's like the reality, like you can't deal with your booze, dude. You know, it's like, I can see that. I so would I like feel to have like, a deeper conversation yeah, about alcohol we will. on the podcast another day for but sure. But I feel like that is with kids that have, especially like at the young stages, it is such a cracked open experience. And I mean, just kids in general, right? Our, where our kids are at is the young stages. And so it, it, it's, it's helped us though. I feel like with origin, I'll answer the question for you. It's, it has, <laughs> Thank you. you're welcome. For us, it has created a level from a personal level. I feel like the more tapped in you are to this, the more you can deal with my vulnerability and insecurity that is that I have expressed. That is so true. And so it was not always that way. Like yeah. used to, I wouldn't, I don't say freak out, but there was like, you're, there was a place where I would bring up something that I'm very insecure or vulnerable about. And you would, it was almost like you shut down right in front. I would watch you just shut down and I'd be like, where did you go? And then I start feeling insecure or as Brene Brown talks about shameful, or I'm bringing this up into my life. And I would say since, especially since I got sick, but even before that, because I don't, our marriage, we wouldn't be having this conversation today if our, if the groundwork wasn't put in for what we went through in yeah. this fourth quarter of 2018. And so I feel like with origin, it will what go it, down in infamy. Yeah. Fourth quarter of 2018. And the more and more people I talk about, 2018 was hard for a lot of people. And so it was, that was like set the framework to continually build of what we've created. And then also just our family and stuff. So I feel like that is what is because you as it's that confidence piece so you've become more confident in your work which means you're more confident in yourself right like i don't is, need you to hold it together correct. because i'm shaky that is correct now it doesn't mean i have to have it all together all the time either because i certainly do not no but at the same time you're right it's like i i have this deep taproot into the earth that is unshakable and anything can happen and will like surely I will get knocked down but the taproot is still there I didn't have that before and right. origin has allowed me to have that and that really is like <laughs> I hate to sound markety right now because this is really coming from like the depth of my heart I created Which the self marketer I have <laughs> yeah that's true I created the self-source scheduling roadmap as the guide to dig that taproot into the earth for yourself mm -hmm. that's what it is that's great I like it. So. Yeah, that's a good job. So that's Origin. Congrats. Please join. It's awesome. Yeah. It's going to change your life. I have one last question. Oh, okay. You said earlier is like you just don't, you want women to be here for years, right? Within and, the membership? Yeah. yeah. And like you want to create the community and yeah. cultivate it. And what is the benefit of women? I mean, I know the community from seeing the live event and all that stuff and just like how women have connected in many ways. Like I'm not in the membership because it's only for women, but for people who identify, identify as, as female, women. yeah, as female, as female. So what is it about like the benefit for somebody to stick around here for years? It's here's what it is. We have all been brainwashed to believe that our value is in how much we do and our value is in how much we produce and that our time as women is not as valuable as maybe a man's time or somebody else's time. And it takes a lot of moving the other direction and being surrounded by other people moving the other direction in this revolutionary approach to reprogram ourselves. So to me, it's the strengthening. 
it's the same reason that you continue to do weight training or you continue to show up at yoga class or in your meditation practice. It's a practice of learning a new way. And I'm going to be personally in this practice for the rest of my life because the old way is so deep in our culture and in our programming. And we need to make this new way just as deep. And that takes time. And it's the place that you come back to when you feel like the world is crazy. Hmm. And it's the place you come back to to remember the truth of who you really are. Cool. Where can people join Origin? OriginCollective.com. Doors are only open until the 31st. So get in while you can. And it's O-R-I-G-I-N-C-O-L-L-E-C-T-I-V-E. Nice job, honey you with your spelling <laughs> it's incredible thanks good questions hun i'll see you inside the membership the membership bye bye <laughs> so for years i've been thinking about holding and hosting a high level mastermind paid mastermind for a small group of women who really want to go deep over a long period of time to take their businesses to the next level. I've had the opportunity to be in close conversation with a lot of business owners who are further along in their journey than me and kind of learn things behind the scenes while we're making eggs in the morning or like curled up on the couch with tea at night. And those opportunities have been so valuable for our business growth. And I want to offer that kind of small, intimate, going deep opportunity. And so I finally decided there were a couple of signs. It is time. And I am officially opening doors to the Origin Incubator. So this is for entrepreneurs who identify as female, who are well established so you have consistent revenue you have consistent customers you more or less know what your offerings are and it's high level and it's going to be small only 10 women and some of those spots are already filled so if this sounds good to you and you would like to work with me quite closely in 2019 and also have an opportunity to work a little bit with mike throughout head over to origincollective.com forward slash incubator. So again, that's origincollective.com forward slash incubator. And you can learn more about the program and you can learn about how you can apply. I hope to see you in the program.